Running it back. Here we go. We gotta put some fucking songs on. You're tuned into the Raider and the Saint. Mm-hmm. Open up your ears and open up your mind. It's time for the Raider and the Saint. Yo, what's up, guys? <coughs> Excuse me for the cough. It's early in the morning. Um, want to thank you again for listening to my podcast. You are listening to the fifth episode. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm here in the studio every Sunday trying to give you guys what you want, not what you need. Because we know when you need something, you'll go on your knees and get what you want to get. Anyways, I want to introduce you to a good friend of mine. Um, I've... I've you know, I'm, I'm hit getting all the heavy hitters on this podcast and um, just working my way up to, you know, the big dogs some doctors coming in pretty soon. But I want to give it up to my boy, Casey. I'm going to let him uh, bless the mic for a quick second while I take a sip of my drink. What's up, Casey? What up, Gax? Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you uh, hitting me with the invite. Yeah, any time, brother. Any time. Yeah, man. So uh, this is pretty dope, man. You got a podcast going? I told you. I told you it gets weird, dog, when you start talking on the mic and you know, it's recording and everything, but, you know, uh, we're going to get through it. We're going to bang out uh, a solid podcast, episode five. I'm excited. Ooh, five. Um, once again, I just want to give a shout out to all my uh, family, friends, customers who have been supporting me through um, the, the beginning and uh, of something great. You know, the fighter or the fighter, the fighter and kid. That's um, a good, that's that's a a good, good podcast. <laughs> the the uh, Raider and the Saint podcast. Um, things that I have going on, uh, December 8th, I'm going to be breaking down on my equipment and I will be coming to a buddy, a friend's house. Uh, he's going to have a Christmas beer exchange that will be December 8th. So I'll be doing a podcast from, um, his man cave and, uh, we'll see how it turns out with the, with the mics and everything. The one thing I want to do bring up is I apologize, uh, um, up front because, uh, I've been recording in the wrong type of, uh, uh, I, I just be recording wrong. It's, it's I've been recording stereo when I should be recording in mono. So you might hear me in one ear and and in case in the other ear. And I try to correct that this morning, but I dropped the ball. So I'm gonna have to get somebody on it to show me which way to record the podcast. But until then, this episode will be the last one. I promise you will hear Casey in one ear and me in the other ear. But other than that, you still are getting the top quality recording. Um, possible, you know, the mics just came out. Road came out with some new podcast mic. So, you know, I'm still working with the tech- technical difficulties. Uh, be patient. Um, you know, this this didn't happen overnight, and uh, I'm I'm gonna get better, and I promise. And I, I just want to thank you guys once again for listening. 
So let's get this podcast started. Casey, I just wanted to tell you con- congrats, 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 man, on the house. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a blessing to, to be able to be a homeowner in California. And, uh, you know, uh, how does it feel, man? Tell us. Man, it's, it's crazy stressful. It's probably the most scared and, like, happy and proud I've been at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, the emotions that you go through. Uh, and, I mean, you feel ways that you've probably never felt before because you're investing. You're signing up for something that's 30 years of your life. If not more, right? A lot of people refinance and yeah, re- yeah, hit the house yeah. again, extend it out. I think my out. parents still right? fucking, they've yeah. refinanced a billion times. Right? And so this is something that you're signing up for for, like, the rest of your life. And a lot of times, you know, you're paying rent somewhere. And when you get that mortgage payment, it, it more than doubles, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of a sudden you're tripping out. You're like, mm-hmm. man, like, my my payment, my yeah, but monthly it's like, but nut, it's like bro. Put, but it's like putting that money, that 3500 or whatever you're paying – that money's going back into your pocket eventually. Yeah, that's the idea. I mean, that's that's what it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's the American yeah. dream, you yeah, know? Yeah, it is. And to be a Southern California homeowner, you know, let's just be real. It's fucking expensive. I, I was looking to, to transfer out to Oregon and, 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 and go out there, and, and it was pro- properties cheaper out there, and transfer as a driver. And, you know, I just decided to stay. You know, I said, you know, it's – Eventually, when I retire, I don't know if I'll be here, though. I think I'm going to retire out of state, you know, maybe go to Idaho. Yeah. You know, I got a sister that lives out there. Uh, shout out to Sandra. You know, I don't know if she'll ever get a chance to listen to this. But, yeah, she re- she lived in Sacramento, and then she, trans- she, when she retired. She moved out to Idaho. And I thought Idaho was, like, somewhere in the middle of the country. I, I didn't know Idaho it's was, like, far. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, not that, that far, far dog. It's crazy, man. Like, there's so many people in other parts of the country that, their whole objective is to get to California, right? They yeah. want to be in California. This is the place to be. They think that Southern California especially is where it's at, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And you got people living here that are doing the exact opposite. They're getting out of California, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. it's this weird kind of where you're at. It's, it's that grass is greener on the other side thing, yeah, you yeah. know? You might move to Idaho, and you get there, and you hate it. Like, I have had friends that have moved to other states. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's not that bad. Like, it's great. It'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. I and don't they mind. get there, and they last a year, and they're back because it's just not the same. And, I mean, we got so many things that are holding us here in California, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know I've even considered it moving out of state. There was opportunities in, with yeah. work in other states I could have transferred. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, my entire family is here. Like, so is the cost of living save? Like, is, is, is it going to be that much better that – I can leave my family, my entire family. I can walk away from everything I have here in California, walk mm-hmm. away to another state, and start over and start fresh and leave my entire family behind. Not for me. I'm going to stay home, man. I'm going to stay here in California. I'm going to grind it out. I'm going to put in the hard work. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have a family that moved to Texas recently. And, uh, man, all, all I hear is the stuff like there's nothing to do out there, so all they do is drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just drinking 24-7, dude. I was like, fuck. Shit, I, I already got a drinking problem, man. If yeah. I had a, like, nothing I have to, to do work, drink. I have to have a tall can at least. You know, you know? give me a tall can. Let me yeah. come You know, come back to reality after the hustle and bustle all weekend. I know your job too, man. You're on the fucking phones hammering away, dude. Grinding, man. Yeah, dude. It's, it's got to be. I deserve it, right? Uh, I'll put my work in. I yeah. Get home. I got to get home and have a beer. Oh, dude. We, yeah, dude. Yeah, as long as uh, now it's just a beer, dog. Just one beer, yeah, right? Dude. I can have one or two beers. I, you know, as long as I'm not killing a 12-pack or a, a 24-pack. Dog, I had night. coworkers that would smash 18ers every night. Yeah, every man. night. They'd run all day. 
you know, they had bad backs, bad shoulders, knees. They're all retired now, but they'd get off at like 4, 4.30, running all day long because I used to run their, their runs. And, dude, they'd get home, like, you know, and, and just smash beers. How many beers do you have? I had an 18er. Like, holy yeah. shit, 18 beers, Every dog? Every day? Yeah, I couldn't. Like, tall can, I'm cool, dog. Oof. I'm cool with the uh, tall can. But yeah. uh, another thing, man, I also want to congratulate you, too, man, on your on your – your your second kid coming? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's wild, bro. I, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, holy shit. You know, everybody in in the in the you know, the neighborhood, the puff cakes, yeah. you know, fantasy league, we'll get to talking to that pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, soon. And everybody's having kids now. Shit, man. And like I'm done with kids, you know. My oldest is my youngest is seven and and my oldest is seventeen. And like that's it. There's no more, you know. Yeah. And then you guys are start barely starting the families and the kids and Fuck, dog. I yeah. feel old, you know, but I'm only 39. How old are you anyways? Uh, I'll be 37 oh, okay. in, in January. Okay. So, I mean, I got a late start. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's two different, uh, uh, you know, thought processes on having kids. Mm-hmm. Like, some people like to get them out the way early mm-hmm. or maybe accidentally. All three in mind run plan, bro. Right? Yeah, accidentally get them out the way early, you know. High mm-hmm. school sweetheart getting pregnant, having a baby, and mm-hmm. then now you might as well have two or three more and then mm-hmm. knock them out when you're, when you're 25 and then you're done and you can party in your 40s, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. – me here I am. I decided to party through my twenties and early thirties, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, started having kids at thirty five, thirty six, mm-hmm. thirty five. Had my first kid, my son. He'll be a uh, three in February, so that's a lot of fun. Now I got my little, yeah, uh, you got the little one, my little nuclear family, right? So yeah. my, my daughter will be here in April, uh, which is very exciting. A one boy, one girl, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get the snip and I'm gonna be done. You're getting the snip, yeah, man. I'm you know I think two's enough. I, I got no plans to have any more. Okay, okay, yeah, that's good, man. That's yeah. good. I wanted more kids. She didn't want any more, so you know that's it. I, I don't think. I mean, you know, didn't uh, who was it in, in the Bible that had like nine hundred kids or, or whatever? Lived to like nine hundred. Was it Noah? Something like that. Abraham. That, one of those. Abraham, dudes, I think. Yeah, yeah that, that like Old it. Testament stuff, man, is, <laughs> yeah, uh, is wild, kids. bro. That, that Old Testament. Hey, some, there's people out there that still live by that, though, yeah. man. You show who these are all my kids, like forty of them. Yeah. <laughs> shit, there was a TV show about a family with the, what was the that Duggars one? or yeah. some yeah, shit. Yeah, like did they divorce? I don't know. They had like fourteen or eighteen kids. That was like eighteen like kids, crazy dude. or twenty-one. I think it was crazy. 21. Bro, the other day I was picking my son up at daycare, <laughs> and it was late in the afternoon, and there's like one or two teachers there, right? Because they have certain quotas they got to meet per yeah, kid. Yeah. And I walked in there, and I was like, "Yo, like, I know daycare is expensive, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're paying them enough because this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so much." craziness going on in there yeah. and like i it's mean it's expensive too my brother my brother-in-law he, i think he pays for two kids he pays like 600 a month or something like that <sighs> that's bro i pay more than that for one kid really like, like crazy uh, bro crazy shit, is it expensive. yeah that's why that's why i was like you know is it worth it you know when two people are working and somebody else raising their kid or for a while is it better if one just stayed home you guys on a budget and you just you know, you, you save money that way, and then you also get that chance of someone, you know, yeah, a parent man. raising. What it's, do you think uh, about that? I, you know, do you ever think? Because obviously, yeah, you thought about that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, my girl works right, and and her uh, income basically goes to cover you know daycare, yeah. you know, her bills, and and some shopping around the house. You know, mm-hmm. she she handles the Target runs. You know, I do the grocery runs, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, we got a good little split, and and she covers, you know. Mm-hmm some insurance stuff and, and shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's Cause difficult. You got two coming now. I know I got a second, I mean, one. a second one, yeah. second one coming. Right. I mean, with the first one, it wasn't so bad because it was, 
obviously there's it, her salary covers mm-hmm. the daycare plus extra mm-hmm. so that makes it a little easier to, to make mm-hmm. that you know yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, the decision uh with the second one coming though it's probably gonna be like she gonna be staying home i mean I, she kind of knows this i don't know <laughs> don't listen. Don't I'm listen. not gonna let her she listen to it because uh, she goes. You're really staying <laughs> home, woman. <laughs> she's, she's really looking forward to it, I think. But, uh, but I mean, it's it's difficult because uh, it's expensive as hell. It and is. It's almost like in California, you gotta have two incomes, man. You gotta have two. You incomes, gotta have two right? incomes, yeah, for uh, real. But then it's it's beyond that. Like you're putting your child's, you know, growth and stuff in somebody else's hands, hands yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. But on, on the other side of that as well, like uh, there's things that my son has done and achieved and and I've seen him blossom and prosper mm-hmm. and grow like mm-hmm. being around kids, kids and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and having true. that interaction you know and I have some friends family that that their kids don't go to daycare and it's just a little different you know like their kids are, are just different you know uh and the I don't want to, you know, talk bad about anybody's kids who's raising their kids at home because it's not like that with no, everybody No, we can talk right? bad about people raising but, their kids cuz I'll tell you I sometimes I get mad at you listen I go, if someone's bullying you, I'm going to go over there and tell them I'm going to go beat the shit out of their parents. I go, because we don't bully. And, you know, that's one thing that pisses me off. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's just, yeah, you're, you're you're making a good point. Like, who's who's raising these kids? Right, right. And it's crazy. Like, you you know, they have these, uh, these parent nights, right, at school and stuff. And you go there and you ask them, oh, how's my kid doing? They're like, oh, good. And you're like, that's it? That's all you got from me is, oh, he's doing good? Right? But, like, mm-hmm. give me some real details. Like, I want to know what kind of personality he has. Like, is my kid a punk? Like, is he out there getting punked on the playground? Like, if somebody, if he's playing with a toy and somebody else wants to play with it, they just come up and punk him. Like, I need to, I need to work on that with him then. Yeah, or is yeah, my kid, yeah. is my kid an asshole? Is he the bully? Is I put he out my there? son, I put my son you know? in. He was real timid. I was timid growing up, you know, until I started, li- you know, working out, you know, because I, I got bullied in high school and junior high. So I started. My dad was a weightlifter, and I started weightlifting, you know, when I was twelve. But anyways, uh, you know, I was real timid. You know, I was raised in the church, so I was real timid and just I wasn't. And that's so how I got bullied. So my son, I, I, I saw it in, in him when he was mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen it, and I go, no, he's not going to be how I grew up. You know, I want him to be confident. And so I put him in Taekwondo, and he just recently – he got his junior black belt of, uh, like a year ago, and then they yeah. wanted to put him into the, uh, uh, the real black belt test, you know, and it was like 800 bucks for the black Ooh. belt. And I said, you know what, he was only in it, you know, for four years. And I said, no, he's going to earn it. He's going to go a couple more. So finally we, we scrounged the money up, and, and we paid for him. And he just got it recently, but now you see his confidence. Like, he's yeah. doing good in school. Yeah. I mean, I did it because one of my good friends, he'll be on the show, Bill. Shout out to Bill Mahala. His, um, he put his kid in Taekwondo, and he he just after that, just because the discipline they teach you, the techniques, the structure, like, it, it builds something in you, you know? Yeah. And, like, his son went on to play high school sports, and even though he didn't play Pop Warner, you know, or, or T-ball and any of that, it's just because he had that basis that base yeah. of Taekwondo. So I was like, I saw what my boy did with his kid. I go, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that with my son. And you know what? It's starting to pay off, you know, $10,000 later, you know, it's an investment, you know what I mean? But yeah. he's getting, you know, now he's confident and he's, he's doing even better in school now. He's seen. So, you know, it definitely put, yeah, you know, you're on the right track yeah. and saying, Hey, yeah. what is, you know, it's what is he, what is he learning? What is he doing? It's crazy. I think, um, that's probably one of the things that that I think has been the biggest downfall of like the video game culture, is that these kids just don't get outside 
and they don't play and they don't do that stuff, man. Like I was never really into video games. I was games. always outside. I was outside twenty four seven. Like I mean, mm-hmm. it just I wasn't. I'm still now. I mean, I don't have a PS four. I don't mm-hmm. have any of that shit. You know. But like, back then, didn't it seem like there were kids outside all the time? Because I the time, was bro. A, now. There's no kids in our neighborhood. I mean, the yeah. few the few that were, they moved out. They moved. Some moved to Texas. You know, the few and then the and then the other ones. You know, you don't see them. I no think a lot of it too, out. though, is like, is fear, right? Like now, I mean, dude, when I was ten years old, me and my brother were riding our bikes from home to school every day, right? We'd ride our bikes to school and back, you mm-hmm. know, because my parents weren't gonna pay for daycare anymore, mm-hmm. right? After school daycare, before school daycare. We what ride city our bikes. did you grow up in? So I grew up in Buena Park. Okay. Right, and I went to a a, <coughs> a small Catholic school, and uh, which we, one? Uh, Saint Pius the Fifth. Up on Orange Thorpe Beach and Orange Thorpe right there. Oh. And my parents live A lot of people have gone there that yeah. I know, dog. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good school right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, shout out to Isn't the Isn't it to free the too? Piles. No, no, no. Hell no. Hell no. It's Catholic no, school, bro. You are charging you for that. You pay for everything there. But uh so but my parents lived just south of Knott's Berry Farm, right? Yeah. So now imagine a, a ten year old and an eight year old riding their bikes. You know, we, we used to ride up uh uh, Western because we, my parents didn't want us riding down Beach Boulevard, but then as we got older, we started riding down Beach Boulevard just because Knott's Berry Farm was cool and you could see all the shit there. But yeah, yeah, like there's no way, no way in that city today that parents are letting their kids make that bike ride. You know what I'm saying? The kids are soft. They're soft, mm-hmm, man. They mm-hmm, don't let them ride mm-hmm, like that no more. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we stayed home by ourselves when we were kids in the summertime, and we had a pool in our backyard. Mm-hmm. So tell me right now, like you know. And, and, and my dad had this test, right? If anybody wanted to come over swimming when my dad wasn't home, mm. you had to jump in the diving or jump in the pool from the diving board in the deep end and swim all the way across to the shallow hey, end. And if you could one. make that, if you could make that swim, then you could swim with us in the summertime. Dog, my parents didn't teach me how to swim, put me in classes until I was like, I think I was like 12 years old, dog. They put finally put me in a swimming class, and I was like, the, I was over there kicking, putting your hand up on the wall, and kicking <laughs> with like three year olds and four year olds, yeah, bro. Yeah, you know. So I made sure, like, when my kids, you know, were, were at a certain age, you know, like five or six. I go, go take them, you know, teach them to go swim, you know, because, you know, their mom. I tell them, take them, you yeah. know, take them here, pay for it, take them to do swim lessons, and. uh I mean, I've had homeboys learn I, how to swim in my backyard. Really? Like, yeah, a homeboy cool. lived at the block, Daniel. He didn't know how to swim. And uh, my dad was like, I'll teach you. My, you good, my good friend of mine, Mike, he hit his kid. I think his kid's going to be t- three. His kid's going to be three. But w- when he was born, they took him to swim yeah. lessons. There were newborns, bro, and they're fucking throwing him in the water. Yeah. And it's crazy how, like, they, they just know, and they start swimming and shit, little babies. Have you seen yeah. videos of that? Oh, hell yeah, bro. Like, my, uh, you know, my son, he's, he'll be three in February, right? So we kind of, we took him to my parents' house, and we tried to teach him to swim and stuff, float, all that kind of shit, you know? And he's cool with it, but then, like, the wintertime comes, and you're not swimming as much, right? And then summer comes again, and it's, like, starting all over because, mm. like, they just forget it, you know? And he's scared, and he's timid, right? So we put him in some swim lessons this past summer. And they're just—it's water play stuff, right? They're standing on a, on a, um, on a little play mat in the in the pool, right, at the local high school, and they're splashing around and they're doing some kicks and floating and going underwater and shit like that. And I'm like, damn, we paid how much for this? Like, I could do this shit in the backyard. I'll just go to my parents' house and throw him off the diving board. He'll be fine, you know. I'm not sweating that. But uh, you know, my dad and and I was, you know, my dad was the most one that that was helping my niece and nephew learn how to swim. And now they swim like crazy, bro. All summer they're in the pool jumping off the diving board, you know, swimming underwater, all that kind of stuff. And I loved growing up with a pool. Like, I thought that shit was crazy dope, man. Like, just my parents really didn't like it when, you know, I got into 
my late high school years and I was having parties when they were out of town. But, you know, that's another story for another time. We'll talk about that one later. But, you know, I think the kids uh, swimming is it's an important thing, you know, and, and uh, you know, kind of get back to the point of of, uh, you know, kids not going outside, not doing stuff. Um, I think it just really changes their interactions with people. Right. Because when you're not outside, when you're not playing sports, when you're not doing a lot of stuff. You don't ever have to deal with loss. You don't ever have to deal with struggle. You don't have to deal with, you know, overcoming, right? And so uh, that, I think, is, is something that a lot of kids these days, at least from my perspective, really don't handle well, is obstacles and some things that may be a little bit challenging to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that, you know, I think that kids should probably get outside more. Get them involved in sports, all right? You got kids, get them involved in sports. It don't matter, man. Sign them up for AYSO soccer. Sign them up for t-ball, you know, basketball. Who cares? They don't have to be good at it. That's, mm-hmm. part, of, that's part of growing up is you're not good at something, and then you learn a new skill, and you, over, you deal with the obstacles. You deal with overcoming those challenges, and that builds character, which I feel like so many kids lack these days is any kind of real character, you know? They just they're just like these zombies, man. All they want to do is play video games. Like I had a uh, my girl's uh, nephew was having problems at school. He was having behavioral problems at home, um, and he was just always all he, all he cared about was playing fucking Fortnite. That's all he cared about. Like he, we'd be at a that's family party. That's all my kid. My, that's all my kid plays. But you know what? They grow out of it. He's growing yeah. out of it because he used to play video games, video games. And they'd be always yelling at him. Yeah, I'm going to go to Taekwondo. Yeah, I'd go right. get outside. But you had to sign him up. You had to sign yeah. him up, right? Yeah. And so, parents, if you're listening, force your kids to do something that oh, yeah. challenges them. He doesn't want to go. He doesn't like, want to no, go. He, he doesn't want to do we it. Force him to go. And but when he, he, but it's he crazy will be grateful when he later. Comes out, when he comes out of class, he's all sweaty. And, and, and his mom goes, how was it? He goes, oh, it was good, mom. Like his attitude changed yeah. and everything. After, yeah. after he had some, some you know, Activity, you know, right. like physical activity. But I try to make an example too when I go to, uh, uh, like when I go home, you know, on the weekends. I like to barbecue. That's one of my favorite things to do, is go outside, barbecue, put some music on, grab a few beers, you know. So I got like five different types of barbecues and stuff. But I'm outside. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm moving around. And, you know, I'm not laying inside watching TV, even though I like to do that too. But I made it make an effort to go out there, and then I and I'll go inside and tell the kids, "Get outside, let's go play." And then it takes them a while, but they come out, they start running the scooters and the bikes. I'll kick the ball with them, but yeah, we, as parents, we definitely have to we definitely have to push our kids. You know, I don't remember recalling my parents pushing me. Well, they did. They pushed me to church, so I had to go to church all the time. Yeah, so. that's what your parents were into, yeah, though, right? I mean, that so, was what I mean, they were into. So that's yeah. what they push you to do. You know, my dad, my dad loves baseball, so it, there wasn't a question of me telling him I wanted to play baseball, right? Like, mm-hmm. he signed me up for baseball, he signed me up for soccer because they have alternating seasons, right? So mm-hmm. you got baseball at one time and you got soccer at the other time. Mm-hmm. And then at one point I was like, I don't really like soccer. I'm not very good at soccer. I was terrible at it. And there was a lot of running that I didn't really like doing. Uh, so I told him I want to play football. And, like, I think that was the first time I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old and I told my dad I want to play football. That was the first time that I, like, wanted to go do something that, like, hey, Dad, can you sign me up for this? Can you pay this money yeah, for me? Yeah, my, my kid asked me old, he man. wants to play football. And I said, dude, I played football. And I said, no, dude, with CTE and brain injuries and all that, dude, that's just yeah. – I had concussions, yeah. I can recall. Yeah. And, and now that I'm older now, 
you know, I'm going to tell you, I battled, you know, with a lot of depression in the past. And, 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 you know, you start doing research, you start thinking, and I'm like, fuck, you know. I think the game is, is changing a little bit. It though. is changing for the you know? for the benefit for the good uh, of the protection of the player. Yeah, you know, but you know, it's still very uh, it's still dangerous. Yeah, right? dude, I it's used to be sore. You play, yeah, you'd be sore. You play a game, you know, uh, and then you're sore for like a week. Yeah, you know, like until that, it's like it's crazy. And then these NFL players, I mean, now with all the 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 changes in sports medicine and, and nutrients and all that. These guys are just like just built brick houses. Yeah, it's cool. Dude, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> you get, you <laughs> get some that? dudes, 250, 260 pounds running, you know, four, six, four, eight, forties. And that dude's <laughs> coming across you, you know, coming yeah. across the middle and, you know, you get these two bodies moving like that, smacking into each other. I mean, shit, what are they, what are they talking about Antonio Brown right now that, that he's all, He's all crazy in the head because uh, Vontez uh, Perfect, you know, smacked him that one time real hard. He was playing against the Bengals, came across the middle. I gotta watch that video again. And Perfect I just we had put a, hat on him. Had the fucking thing yeah, right there. Yeah, get the TV in there, bro. Put fucking Jamie, hat on him. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're saying that, like, that's when he started acting crazy. He started acting a fool. So, yeah, you, you knock start a looking screw at loose. That stuff, that's why the people yeah. says, oh, he's got a screw loose because you smack your dude. There's times I'd be all. Bad little dude, and I've passed out before. Hey, I'm not perfect. This is a long time ago. Yeah. But my boy goes, man, you fell back on that chair. I heard your head go crack. He goes, I yep. got for sure you cracked your head. Yep. Now look at me. Start got my own fucking podcast talking like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's the it's the real deal, dude. I mean, so like, I don't know. I just I'm just looking out. You know, the the, the head. You know, your brain. I mean, it's the most important part of our body. You know, yeah. we gotta protect it. So. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't decided. You haven't yet decided yet? Whether or not yeah, I'm gonna let, no. let Calvin play football. I mean, he does taekwondo and they do kick. Yeah, you know, and they might get a little kick in the head. But dude, you see some but of I those mean, kids on YouTube doing the smackdowns. Yeah, but what if he really likes taekwondo and now he wants to go to the next level? He wants to compete, right? Yeah. And, and where's where, where's the highest level of competition for taekwondo? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the UFC. Yeah. Your son wants to be yeah. a UFC no, fighter. No, he doesn't now, want to be right? UFC. Well, no, let's fighter. say he yeah. did. Let's yeah. say he does. Let's say a little bit more. He I'd starts. Put, I'd put him in jujitsu next, competing, and then boxing right? out there. Right, and <laughs> then and then you got to go watch your kid on national television on pay per view. You just paid by that time. It'll probably be like hundred fifty bucks. You yeah, just paid dude. hundred fifty bucks yeah, to watch dude. your kid get slept on on fucking TV, oh, bro. Dude, I love you. Like you know how crazy that is. Those guys right there, man, putting their life on the line. I mean, that's why it's the greatest sport mm -hmm. in in all of sports yeah. right now. I'm a big UFC fan, dude. Crazy. I, I, I crazy. watch them all. Whenever they're on, every weekend. Yeah. And I, over the years, I've gotten you know to know a lot of the fighters and 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 learn to respect the game. Yeah. You know, I've met people. Hey, dude, I do jujitsu. Come do the class. I'm like, dude, I'm too fucking old. And <laughs> I know like there's guys like older guys that do podcasts that started doing all that, but they know those guys. They're welcome there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I mean yeah, I'm welcome, dude. But it's like, dude, I work fucking twelve hour days. I don't have that energy, dude. I don't yeah. have it no more. I want to. I I definitely do. I want to do some uh, TRT. That's what I want to look into. Yeah. I got the guy. Some I got TRT. the guy. Yeah. But I got to have, to, you know what I mean? It's going to be, you know, in the out back alley. Right, you right. Know, and then I got to, I think my sister, shit. my sister can shoot me in the ass every morning. That's what I'm thinking. Of. She, get, she can do that. I think I want to go into like a six-month cycle if just you to do see. it, though, you can, you'll learn how to put have that needle in the ass. Have you ever tried it? Uh, I haven't done, I haven't done like TRT, but uh, oh, you this is damn, some shit like way back in the day. Really? Yeah, bro. hell yeah, like, like high but, school, like right after high school, right before college. Um, I was like, fuck, dude, like I'm I'm going out for the college baseball team. Like I need to get fucking buff, bro. I need to be ready for mm -hmm. this college, a whole other level. 
but what I was doing at the time, like I was just doing all the heavy lifting weight shit. Like I was yeah, just doing yeah. bench press and arm curls and mm -hmm. shoulders and like shit like that, right? Which mm -hmm. really uh, affected my flexibility as mm -hmm. a baseball player. Mm -hmm. And so as a, as, especially as a pitcher, right? I was mm -hmm. a left-handed pitcher in, mm -hmm. in high school, college. And then it really just like, it fucked up my flexibility. So I couldn't throw the ball anymore. I didn't have the same range of motion to be able to get that whip on the ball to throw it hard. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing the wrong kind of weightlifting. Right. That's why you don't see you don't see pitchers in MLB doing steroids because that's not what that's not what being a pitcher is about. Mm -hmm. So I was just, you know, I got big as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I was yeah. fucking swole up. I still got stretch marks in my chest and my shoulders what, for how what, big I got. What's his name? Uh, East Bound and Down. What's the character? Um, <laughs> what's your buddy over right now? Dude, now you go. Yeah, right. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, Danny McBride is Danny the actor. Is the, the actor. actor. Fuck, I can't remember his name. That's going to fucking fuck with me yeah. for a minute. It'll we'll come to me. Yeah. It'll come okay. to me. Yeah, I watched that. I watched all of it. it was Kenny Powers. Kenny Told Powers. you it'd come to me, bro. Hey, Kenny I went this Kenny Powers, Powers one shit. year for Halloween. <laughs> that shit was I fucking dope. I fucking love Kenny Powers. Kenny though. Powers is fucking rad. He's seen that new one, that new show they got, The Gemstones? Is it was he like working at a church or something yeah. like that? No, I've been yeah, wanting bro, I totally forgot bro. about that one. It's good. Is it? It's good. I ain't lying, bro. It's good. Uh, oh, the no. actor's in there. It's fuck John Goodman, bro. John Goodman's in it. and he's good. Um, uh, Danny McBride's in it. There's a couple other actors in it. I, you know, I didn't can't remember the name have, right now. I don't but. have. I have a bunch of different. I have a, a YouTube Red. I have a Sling. You know, I have Dezone, ESPN Plus. Mm -hmm. But I don't have standard cable. But I, I, I mean, I think I can yeah. find it on this website. I bit the bullet and just pay that shit every month. Standard cable, HBO? bro. Standard cable? Yeah, the fucking whole deal. Really? How much you pay? Because I think I'm paying shit. over 160 now. Yeah, like 180, 180, 190, some shit like that, yeah, bro. I get, I just get HBO and uh, Showtime and like a couple other like B-rate, B-level movie channels like Stars and Epics or fucking mm -hmm. whatever. But if I had the other package, I would also get a Cinemax, which is cool. But I can you know wait on that. But mm -hmm. uh, you know. Cinemax, I had those those late night, those late night skin flicks, skin flicks, my dad had the yeah, full dude, package growing up, so yeah, uh, yeah I was, uh, you know, remember real, we used to look real you, sex remember number ninety four. We knew what channel it was, but it, it'd be blocked, but you could still it's see. It's all fuzzy. Yeah, it's all fuzzy, fuzzy, but porn. you could still see the shape of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get a little squiggle every once in a while. I think I saw a titty. Dog, one I time I titty. when I was in when I was in high school, we, we all, the football players after the games, we would always go to the quarterback's dad's house because the dad was a booster. He was a he was a. He, was a, he worked in the police force, that's what I'm going to say. And we, I don't know what the wife did. But they would always go and, ha and have drinks with the coaches after. So we'd always have these after parties at the, at the house. And one day the, the quarterback comes down. He goes, yeah, I got a hold of my mom's porn. It was a stepmom's. <laughs> and she had butchy hair. I, th I think she did. I, I mean, I got a kind of weird vibe from her. Even before when he found her porn, he brings it down, dude. And it was fucking midget porn. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. dude. It was some crazy shit. Didn't the dude fucking... Probably a fucking, probably a gag gift or something, you know. I was like, oh, dude, it was that. Those old school porns are fucking disgusting, <laughs> dude. And so yeah, they ended up. Um, I don't know what happened after that, but like, it it was crazy. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's just little little wild. fuzzy. It was like seventies porn. It's just crazy. Porn's come a long way, man. You yeah. can stream that shit on the internet for free. The first now. time I watched the porn, I was with a buddy of mine. I went to church with. He was an older cat. I was like twelve, and he was like sixteen, and so. I never could stay the night at anybody's house. And uh, my mom became good friends with this lady at the church, and it was her kid. And and so uh, I spent the night one night, and he goes, hey, you want to show me the first porn ever? It was the most oldest, ugliest, 
it was disgusting, you know. And I watched it. Uh, didn't know anything, you know. And then crazy or not crazy enough, an earthquake happened while we watched it. This is yeah, this is back in the nineties, right? You yeah, to church? <laughs> watch uh, it dude, the he jumps out, jumps over his room like he could jump real fucking far. And he was just real athletic, and he flew. He was trash everywhere, and I was all fucking shaking. And you know, I thought I was gonna die, bro. I was like, oh fuck, dude, like I just committed a sin, dude. Yeah, man. It was an earthquake. While I was watching my first porn. God looking down on you, punishing yeah, you dude, for punish- being a naughty boy, man. <laughs> Dirty dog, you. Yeah, man. So I wanted to ask you about a couple things. Um, right, I noticed right. that um, you you put an order in for the new yeah. Elon Musk truck. Yeah, Are you going to fucking get it or what? Dude, I, I really think I'm going to fucking get it. I'm going to get it, bro. I think that shit's dope. Oh, fuck. Fucking, hey, it's a little bit. Well, you'll be okay because it's full of metal, dog. So you can be all fucked up, fucking just hitting shit and be like, <laughs> it still looks fine. It's an extra seven grand for autopilot. So I put that seven grand yeah, on there, dude. bro. Dude, that'd be sick. Autopilot. I was thinking about trying it. I think about doing it too, but then I'd just be another asshole just like you and Edgar. You know? Edgar put his in it. Put his other bucks hey, in. If you guys haven't seen that new Elon Musk truck that's coming out, go look it up. I'm, I'm sure it was big, it was big news if, if you guys stare at your phone all day like some yeah. of us do you've probably yeah. seen it yeah the new elon musk truck that tesla, dude the new tesla truck the cyber beast a cyber bro beast. It's, it's so i didn't even see inside of it i just saw the video I mean, of the dude threw the shit out the, the window the inside pictures are cool it's real simple right now i think how many people gonna, does this fit uh i want to say five for sure maybe six because i know the front almost has a bench seat it kind of looks like mm-hmm. uh, but i don't know if that's going to be the final rendering i mean there's a lot of rumors saying that there's still the interior is not finished yet. There's still some things they're working on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fucking dope, though, bro. Like, for real. Like, if it, right now, with my... Uh, I mean, I if the frame is made for aerodynamics and it was yeah. made, it, that's what it's like, hey, dude, it's, it's good on efficiency. Yeah. Your car's going to go farther because of the way it's shaped. And then I'm all for it. If he just did it because he was just fucking... It's, have somebody draw. Like, James said it the best. James goes, I drew that shit when I was three uh, three years old, and it had a laser beam and a 50 cal on top of it. Yeah. I that think- was fucking funny. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're right. You know what I mean? But if it, if, he, it's, if it was made like that for a purpose, for efficiency, for the environment, then I'm all for it. I think there's a lot of factors that go into that decision. I mean, aerodynamics is one. Uh, I think if you look at the uh, cost savings of really not having to do a whole lot of work to shape that sheet metal, right? So I mean, you could basically take a yeah, flat sheet of sheet metal, bend it on a couple of corners, and melt and and you know weld that shit on. Yeah, because the so frames now, they have on these cars now are just shitty. Yeah, but then look at plastic. I mean, my buddy calls it. Yeah, right. Because it's narrow. It's really thin shit, and they gotta press it, and they gotta melt it, and, and fucking form it, and everything. It's a lot of work to do that. That's why cars are so expensive. So you put this boxy ass truck out there. It's a lot less labor cost. That's why he can make the truck so affordable, right? Mm. He's doing a, a single engine, a twin engine, and a tri-engine, bro. That tri-engine does 500 miles on one charge. It was like 528 goes, or something like that? Yeah, and it goes from 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds, bro. That's faster than, like, any fucking car on the. That's fucking quick as hell, bro. 0 to 60 like that, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I think that it's... Yeah, I heard Tesla's a really I think good. a lot of trucks, you know, as... as this push towards energy conservation, electric, mm-hmm. you're gonna start seeing a lot more of these cars and trucks having these more aerodynamic shapes, and and Is being it? a lot more kind of future. I mean, it looks like a car from from the future, bro. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. so I think that's gonna end up being where this is all headed. You're gonna start seeing a lot more cars out there, a lot more trucks out there looking aerodynamic. Dog, it looks like it's a pre, it's it's a pre-production 
doomsday car, big car, because pretty soon, dog, you'll be able to weld fucking needles and sh- sharp shit around it on the tires. Run over some zombies <laughs> yeah, and shit. Yeah, dude. That's what it reminds me of, dude. It's like it's just a pre-production. It's like buying a, a model and then you could, you know, paint it however you want, dude. But uh, like I was going to say, like, so you, right now I got a, I got a Toyota Tundra, mm-hmm. right? Things mm-hmm. big as hell. Mm-hmm. Eats gas like crazy. Yeah. I got a 25-mile drive back and forth, you know, 25 miles one way to work every day. So from what I'm paying right now for car payment, my truck payment, and gas, I can afford that car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the same price. And yeah, because you're you know, saving money on that gas. Truck. Yeah, I gotta pay for gas. You so pay for electricity. I'm down, bro. I put my money in when when uh, Elon gives me a call and says, "Hey, Case, your car's ready." So what kind of battle you think that's gonna bring with with the the big oil rigs and these big companies, dude? Like we don't hear about the owners. Who owns the oil rigs? Who owns those? You know, we got the what is what is it, the Cocaine Brothers or what do they call the Cooks Brothers or uh, you ever heard of them? No, nah, I have to look it up. I'm sure they they got some some concerns, right? But I don't think that we're ever gonna be able to get a hundred percent away from fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still gonna be burning coal. We're still gonna be, you know, um, burning gas. I have this you know, doctor, oil, shit I like that, this, bro. I have this holistic doctor, you know, and there's a lot where where I work at. And I've delivered to like the new age shit with the crystals and mm-hmm. the healing and all that. And uh, you know, I, I, that's the next thing I want to I want to get try to get them on the podcast and talk about crystals, like you know, because they they believe in that shit, you know. And then I heard, you know, way before that you can create energy from crystals, and therefore we won't need fossil fuels. We can use these crystals that that can absorb energy. I don't know. I might be going down the rabbit hole a little know, bit man. too deep. That sounds know, like, but uh, that's what I heard. I mean, but if you look, okay, that might be some future shit that we could figure out in a hundred years, but mm-hmm. we talk about electric cars. That's today. You could buy an all electric car, bro. Today, if you got the money, you know, so that I think is, is the, uh, the, the step forward, you know, that's the attainable future, right? You can literally mm-hmm. go out and buy an electric car. And, and I know the green new deal was out, right. And they're trying to go, hundred uh, percent electric by t- in ten years, that shit ain't gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? Ten years ain't gonna happen, you know. You're gonna just, have to no be a chance. baller to drive a fucking yeah. car with gas. It's gonna take, you know, it's gonna take some time. You think these gasoline places are gonna start closing up? And well, what do you see with nah, that? Nah, that ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's gonna be a slow, gradual, gradual shift. Um, it's just like anything else, bro. Like solar, solar panels, right? You can mm-hmm. have your house entirely ran on solar panels. That technology has been around for thirty years. But, but now it's is cheaper it, now. Is it's it on everybody's fucking house? No. No, not yet. Right? Like it's 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 thing so where gold, technology has gold. to catch up and, and we're we're working our way there, you know, but it's not you can't just all of a sudden distribute the type of technology that you need to build the infrastructure for this across the, the entire United States mm-hmm. overnight. It's gonna take five, ten, fifteen years before this becomes a reality uh for everybody, you know? I think it's, it's just. Have you done time. any traveling? Have you been out of out of states? Have you been in other yeah, countries? Yeah, I mean, on vacation, not like <laughs> you know, <laughs> not not a lot. I mean, I don't do a lot of you traveling. Know, my, I have one of my cousins. He travels everywhere. That's all he does is travel, travel, yeah. travel. So whenever he comes into town, he brings me cheese from the mountains of Zacatecas. I think I said that on a, another podcast. But he comes through, and like we, as soon as he gets there, you know he. He comes w- walking to the door, knocking, and we're like, "What are you doing? We could have went and picked you up, you know, because he came from TJ, came from you know Mexico. That's where he's coming from. He stops by for a little bit, you know, to visit, and then he get he lives in Sacramento, so he treks through. Yeah, he walks everywhere and everything, and so he came through, 
and I'd go talk with him. You know, I'd take him to Heroes. We'd go have a few beers. He would tell me about his travels. And, he, and I'd ask him, what's the most cleanest place, nicest place you've been to? And he says, Japan. He goes, the streets are super clean. He goes, there's no trash anywhere. And then the technology is yeah, just fucking amazing, you know. And then we're here with us over here, dude. Yeah. You know? We used to be number one. Are we still number one? I mean. They said China know, is number one in the, in the uh, they took over as far as the economy and all the, the booming. and. Yeah, but that's because everything we buy is made in China. <laughs> right? yeah, so, dude, I mean, yeah. what they got without us? Nada. They got, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, we still got some shit for you. <laughs> I know, it's a weird thing, man. I mean, we're, you know. I mean, I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to go out and just see the other world, you know, and, and now that I'm, I could just look it up on my phone or do my research, I realize that, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot different than what we're getting from the, the news media, the TVs. You know, there's a, there's a lot more out there. And, uh, you know, being in the studio, hanging out with my boy, he's got music. He gets records from Brazil and France, and he plays all kinds of shit, and he mixes it. And, you know, I think sometimes uh, as, uh, you know, as we get older and, you know, even when we're younger, we, we build our bubble, you know what I mean? And our, and our bubble stays, stays close, it stays local. You know, and for me, you know, starting this podcast was breaking that bubble and starting to get outside and get out there and, and, and learn more than, you know, what I was taught by my parents. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's pretty wild. I mean, but, uh, yeah, I, I put my money down for Cyber Beast 20, uh, the Cyber Truck. Yeah, I, I, keep, I keep calling it the Cyber Beast or the Hype Beast just because it sounds way cooler than Cyber Truck. Mm-hmm. But whatever, like, uh, I'm going to get it at the end of You can uh, sell the Tundra and then... You can keep probably playing. probably gonna sell it. Probably the best bet, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really decided yet. I still got two years to figure out what I'm gonna do with the truck, or uh, either give it to the lady and let her drive it, and then I'll keep the, the electric. Oh, your lady doesn't have a car. Or she has a car, car, but right? I mean, like, it's an upgrade. Know, or yeah, it's an upgrade. That'd be cool. You know, Tundras are good to have. I had a, a Toyota Pre-Runner, and that shit ran forever. Yeah, man. When I bought the Mustang, I had a, my lady. She goes, but there's nowhere to park it, so I had it sell it i wish i would have kept it had only had 160,000 miles on it fucking run forever bro yeah they do run forever tundra too. her dad had a tundra too and then uh she gave it they gave it to the the, the brother and then the brother ended up selling it which i wish she didn't because those things last forever like you said yeah so anyway just talk about the fucking puff cap cakes Ooh, dog cakes yeah all you listeners don't know we are part of a, a fantasy uh football league that how long have we been around for this was our 10th year bro 10th year yeah, tenth I, we, we've been year. uh doing this fantasy football it, the, it's called the puff cakes league hey did you win a championship in puff I cakes i got a one championship got, I got one. which I they got put one. which they put there's some uh, a mark on it because primo was there picking my team while i had to work but oh, I was texting right, huh? him. I, I was that. texting him and calling him. Hey, I mean, what was what's cool is like I got one, you got one. We having a podcast of champions right now. Yeah, podcast and of champions. Some of those Woo! other some of those other busters that I'm sure tuning in Damn, right now, dog. they don't have one. Hey, dog, they don't have one. Step your game up, dog. Step it the up, mic's bro. always right here. <laughs> get it, get it. I'd love to see all my homies come on the podcast and and chop it up. But it's it's it's. it's it's, it might not be for everyone, you know, to go nah. on the podcast and chop it up. You know, a lot of Some quiet people, guys in that league. Oh, there's a lot of quiet guys, you know. <laughs> but I, I guarantee you, those are the ones that got the most to say. You know, they just like I knew a buddy of mine. He wouldn't say shit in college. You know, I knew him. He wouldn't say shit. Wouldn't say nothing. And then one day he started speaking, dude. I was like, damn, dog, where you been? Where you been for five years, dog? <laughs> you know, where you been? So, uh, but uh, yeah, puff cakes, man. I think uh, 
I mean, it's cool. Like, I, you know, there's not a lot of things that people can do for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And we got a group of guys that get together for 10 years that have been doing this thing. We try to get together, like, twice a year. We do yeah. a, we get a draft. We just have the daddy for diapers. And then we got to get to uh, playoffs are starting. So, I don't playoffs, know. It doesn't yeah. look like we're going to get together for something like that. But after playoffs, we get together. We usually get together, end of season, some, meet up, you know. Well, I locked in in the playoffs. And yeah. And then uh, oh, Freddie boy. locked in. And then James locked in. Fucking James. Fuck that guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, nah, I got to beat Edgar this week, and then I'll, I'll get So you in. down to the wire, huh? Yeah, I'm right there in the middle of the pack, man. So, you know, I mean, fantasy football is crazy. You look at how, how much has taken off over the last, I mean, you know, 15, 20 years, and, and, or at least the last five years, I think, have been just a crazy explosion where, like, there's dudes out there, you know, since we're on a podcast, we can talk about other podcasts, that mm-hmm. they make their money from – running a podcast and a website and an Instagram and a Facebook about fantasy football. Yeah. That's all football. they do, you know, and you can survive on that. Like yeah, they can yeah. make a livable wage. I'm sure there's other things they do probably to make some money, but mm. that's part of their thing. Like these guys have like subscriptions that you can pay them to have access to their expert picks and these like uh, formulas that say you should start Damn. this guy over that guy. Like that's what's the point that it's gotten to that you can pay somebody to tell you who to put on your <laughs> roster. It's wild, bro. And and this this sports gambling thing, like the mm-hmm. NFL just legalized sports gambling. So you can go to a stadium and bet on a game. Really? Now? Some shit you like can't that? Go to I don't know, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, because I'm a big gambler. It's about to happen. Bet, make, you know, not a big I mean, I used to be a big gambler, but I still, I'll still make a bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I had a bookie, and that bookie disappeared. Like, I don't know what I he disappeared. He owed me 200 bucks. I mean, the Raiders you are know. moving to – Moving to Vegas. Vegas. They partnered with uh, – I can't remember what hotel they partnered with. And, like, they have sponsorships and shit like that. Like, this is stuff that never well, would have happened know, five I know, years ago. I know back when I would go and, and, and bet on the NBA, you couldn't bet on the Celtics in certain casinos because um, I think it was, like, was it Caesars? Whoever owns the Caesars. Yeah. Um, their brand they, – the Caesars, they owned the, I think they owned the Rio. Like, they're all affiliated. Yeah. Anyways, you couldn't bet at the Celtics – I don't think it was was it? I got UFC, UFC Anyways, was you like couldn't that bet. Too. UFC you couldn't was bet like the Celtics because the, the the casino yeah. or the hotel owned part of the Celtics, or whatever. Yeah, the Furtia brothers they owned uh, they owned a couple hotels in Vegas. Okay, and so there's I some hotels that you would try to go and bet, and they're just like, no, nah, we don't take bets on UFC because those guys are involved in the UFC that own these hotels, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we can't bet on that. And mm. uh, kind of. Caught me by surprise real quick, but I was like, all right, whatever. I'll go somewhere else. They can take my money. <laughs> no, I'll just go give my money, somewhere, my money else. somewhere else. Give my money somewhere else. You don't get my money. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, Puff Cakes, man, that's that's Dude, the I'm waiting for – what I'm really waiting for, dog, is like we were trying to plan a trip to go to Palm Springs and go and hang out. That's what I was like, dude, let's fucking do it. That would yeah. be cool. Because we've never been that's on a trip. Day, I don't think I've ever been anywhere overnight with you guys. Yeah, with Edgar, you know, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, with him. and But, like, a trip, a guy's trip, I don't – I've been on guys – plenty of guys' trips, but yeah. with the puff cakes or just people from the neighborhood in general, yeah. I think uh, – so we had talked about it, you know, this Well, yeah, this well what's your title? Draft. Tell the people your title. You're the commissioner? No, 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 no. no, no Edgar's no, no. the commissioner. Edgar's the commissioner. Okay. I'm the, the dean of rules. The dean of rules. Yes. And I say they, that was a good pick because, yeah, you – you do put on, you do put some stuff down, and and they keep it. You keep it in line, 
And like, yeah, because yeah, this believe it or not, there's cheaters. There's people that are trying to get an advantage, and we have to be <laughs> on top of these things, and which you and Edgar are, because. But he, full disclosure, full disclosure, the reason I became the dean of rules is because I cheated, mm-hmm. and I did that intentionally as a point to prove that we needed rules in place because we didn't have rules. Roster dump. A roster dump. I dumped my entire fucking <laughs> roster. <laughs> And so then after that point, it was like, well, there's, there's nothing against that. There's no yeah. rules. Because like, no, there was not. some shit going on, some trades that were kind of shady at the time. And I was like, that's a bullshit-ass trade. And uh, I'm not going to name names, but there's guys that are in multiple leagues within our league. Oh, okay. And there was some rumors of trades happening in one league that were being compensated by trades in another league. Right. Oh. So I'm going to trade you this guy and this guy in League A. And in our other league, League B, I'm going to trade you this guy and this guy. That way, my team gets better over here. Your team gets better over there. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard about it, I was like, that's some bullshit. Fuck y'all. I'm going to roster dump. Right. Dump mm-hmm. my whole roster. Everybody started picking them up. Panic ensues. And I was like, you know what we need? We need rules. And mm-hmm. well, someone needs to break Ten the fucking years. rules then. I was how, like, so how long have you been to Dean the Rules for? I think it's been maybe four five years now okay, something okay. like that like so about halfway through we, we kind of started having some uh some shady things going on because i think at the time the pot had started going up yeah, like yeah, right yeah, now yeah. there's big money dude yeah, there's big, big money pot, on the line yeah, you know it's, pot, it's yeah. going up it's going up and so with that happening you know there's a little bit more at risk uh and i think guys were a little bit more willing to uh you know try to cheat the rules uh. a little bit and so we had to we had to put <laughs> some things in place um, That's good. So you know, right now I'm, I'm the dean that. of rules, and we we re- you know review all the rules at the at the start of the year, at the end of the year, and it's a uh, the league's pretty legit. I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, I've been in a lot of leagues, and and this is uh, probably the best one I've ever been in. So I'm I'm glad to stick around and have that role. I of, just yeah, the dean one, of rules. one thing one thing I've always like from I've played a lot of fantasy football. I was in other leagues for years that I'm not in. Everything all my focus has been on this league. The only reason why is because. Um, it's just so competitive and it's even and it's balanced. Yeah. Like it's crazy because like I'll get trade. Somebody will send me a trade and I'm like, dude, what are you thinking? Yeah, you know what I mean. Dude? What do you like about the trade, bro? I'm like, you trying to act like you know more about football than I <laughs> do, bro? Dude, you know, did I make bets on fucking everything yeah. every week and I'm watching shit and I'm yeah. learning and like, no, no, it's no disrespect, bro, but I'm not feeling that player, dude. Right, right. You know, I think it happens. I think a lot of times. Uh, you know, it's it's just crazy, you know, with the trades and stuff, the undervalue, the overvalue. Um, but, I mean, this year especially has been a crazy – I think this is probably one of the years that we've had the most activity of guys being in first place, second place, third place, dropping, you know, wherever throughout the uh, the rankings, you know, just because the competition has been so close. It's been crazy how it just mm-hmm. flip-flops, you know. And, and fantasy football, you know – is one of those things that I think uh, just creates additional um, entertainment for entertainment us. Yeah, for us. Yeah, because yeah. instead of watching just my team play and, mm-hmm. and then the other four games I don't care about, you know, on the TV at the time, mm-hmm. like now I pay for Red Zone every every month. No, right? I, don't, you know? I, I beat because for it. I got you have to. You have to. I had to like, get it Red Zone. I was like, if you got a fantasy football team, you got to play Red Zone. You got to buy Red Zone because, yeah. like, you don't give a fuck, like, about – the team, the game that you're yeah, not you're that you about have player. no players on, right? Like you know, you might be watching a game, a, a televised game, that that you don't care because you don't have no players on that team. But there's four other games, five other games going on that you got players on that team or on your team, right? And so you're like, I want red zone. I want to see who's scoring. I want to see how things are going down. And so you get red zone, 
you know, and it's just uh, it's one of those things where you gotta have it. Mm. If you if you're a fantasy football fan, you gotta have red zone. No, I know, cause like, you know, I just started this podcast, so it's every Sunday morning now. I, I had to find a schedule what worked for me, what worked for everyone else, and I said, dude, Sunday morning is perfect. It's it's quiet, you know. There's no one over here recording, and our band's playing, and so yeah, I'm missing out on football, cause if I wasn't here, I'd be probably at home watching football. Yep. Probably yep. go get some breakfast burritos, or I'd be at Edgar's house hanging out. It's just Sundays. Uh, it's you, my relaxed time, anyways. You I caught me work. on. You caught me on a good week because uh, the Chargers are on bye week right now, so oh, I'm, not, I'm not at home watching the Chargers game. So because uh, you would have canceled if you had to watch football. Nah, huh? nah, but I would have canceled. Yeah. you guys, come on. Oh uh, no, I know, man. But, but uh, you know, like I know. I, I mean, I have my my tablet, right? I got my iPad at home, mm-hmm. and I got my 55 inch big screen. So I got the Charger game, or I got Red Zone on the tablet, and I got the red, you know, the other one on the game or on the on the big screen you know what's so going I on can, with the chargers right now I, what, what do you feel man um i'm look at dude I, it's I'm, been a rough I, year. I love all teams <laughs> in california I, well, I still follow all of them you know i'm not fucking like some of the homies i got tattoos of raiders all over them you know i'm a, i, I picked don't the you team, have a raider tattoo no dog. bullshit no i don't oh, man i, don't, I, swear, I, don't. I thought i, thought oh, I got this one right here oh, well, oh that's not a raider nah that's some, some praying hands right there some praying hands it might as well you know what you got that's hairy i gotta shave it but you got a lot of tattoos that Raider fans have. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about. I don't have the lips. No, you don't have the lips. lips no, you ain't got that one. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I mean, you know, it's it's this division. Did you go you to know. any games this year? Bro, I you know, one thing I wanted to do that I haven't done is I haven't been a ga- to a game at StubHub just because – I heard you it's know, really nice kid, down there, and they moved, and it's just, like, crazy to try to get out there and do that. You know, I got to get over there, though, because it's the last season they're playing there. I think there's only one game left. So I got I got that one game to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, it only seats, like, 30,000 fans. and Does it get packed? It gets packed as hell. A lot of times packed with other teams' fans because these <laughs> fucking Charger fans, man. Like, they all, they've always had this problem. Phillip where Rivers is a good quarterback, though. I've always – I've always, you know, respected him as a quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, it's just I used to watch him at the end of the game just throw those last-second picks. Dude, and he's got, the he's, But he's had so many handful of drive, drivable wins, you know, one yeah. drive, win, let's get this win. Yeah. He's had so many, so, yeah, he, he's going to throw some fuse. But I like how he just keeps coming and he keeps getting focused and keep getting better every year. Yeah. He's a, he's a top grade-A quarterback, bro. Any team would take him. For sure, for sure. I think yeah. it's just the, the league is changing right now. The NFL – is changing. I mean, there's so much money wrapped up when, in big-name quarterbacks that if you can get a guy like Lamar Jackson, who his contract is probably nothing compared to what – Who's like, better than him? Him or Michael right. Vick? Oh, man. Vick was – Vick was the first, right? And mm-hmm. you can't – you cannot, you know, downplay what Vick did, mm-hmm. right? Vick was the originator of that game mm-hmm. in the NFL. Cam Newton did that game really well for a while. Um, what about Cam Newton? He's probably gone. He's huh? done. Yeah, he's done. I mean, he's yeah. he's got injuries. I don't think that. I mean, he he'll get picked up for sure, but he'll be his his career as a starter is probably coming to an end. Mm-hmm. You know, to be real, I don't think he's got, uh, and that's the risk with those types of quarterbacks, right? Is that mm-hmm. they get hurt, mm-hmm. right? They miss. The, you know what they do is they don't see that two hundred and sixty pound linebacker that's coming up behind them that they don't know is there. And mm. that guy tackles him and falls on that knee wrong or that ankle wrong or lands on his with his body on top of your body, and boom, you break your clavicle, you you know tear your knee, you you roll your ankle and you're done, you know. And that's that's what happens with those types of quarterbacks. Where you got guys like Tom Brady who 
Tom Brady just throws the ball away. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his mentality is if there's nobody open, I'm going to throw it away and I'll live again to see another day. We can have another mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's just crazy how they can do that. It's a different game, you know, and, and that game's changing. Like, I mean, they had the, the, the Baltimore Ravens had mm-hmm. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm. He won three mm-hmm. Super Bowls. Where's Flacco at? Did he retire? He went to Denver. And oh, he's terrible because right. he's old. And he doesn't have a good team. But they had Joe Flacco. They were having a rough year. And then they said, we're going to start Lamar Jackson. And Jim Harbaugh, their coach, was about to get fired. He was about to get fired. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I'm going to change my quarterback. And then he got a contract extension for some crazy amount of time and years like, and money. It was just stupid. So these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks – are young, fearless. saving, saving co- head coaches' jobs, bro. The beginning of the season, though, like Lamar had his first good game, and then after that, he had like one or two, like I know, two or three games where I was like, because I was on board, you know, he had yeah. like, uh, Brown and Brown on the team, and I was like, well, for this dude, and then he didn't have a, a couple good games, and then all of a sudden he just came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, like because like I have Brady on my team, the quarterback in the defense, and then. That was the first game where they're like, okay, this is a real team. And they fucking smoked the Patriots. I was like, holy shit. You yeah. know, and Brady was pissed, you know, and I was like, well, I don't think this team that I have is going to make it to the playoffs. If I got to play against someone in the playoffs that has Lamar Jackson. But I'll be I'll be real with you. I think uh, Bill Belichick is probably the smartest NFL coach in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And if you were to ask Bill Belichick what's more important, beating the Baltimore Ravens in week seven of the regular season – or week eight, whatever it was, because they were seven and zero, eight and zero, something like that, whatever it was. Do you think it's more important to beat the Baltimore Ravens in week eight of the NFL season, or beat them in, you know, playoffs round two? What's Bill Belichick gonna tell you? So I think I think they laid an egg. Well, yeah. I think they laid an egg on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was chances for them to win that game, but Bill Belichick is like, I'm just gonna wait and see, because we're still gonna make the playoffs and we're still gonna have a home field advantage and we'll play you in January in uh you know foxborough and we'll stick it to you then and we'll go to the super bowl so i, I you know personally for me i think uh it's a smart move by bill, by bill belichick the mm. dude's a fucking genius mm. and i think that uh you'll see a whole new patriots offense and and defense in particular his defense that you're gonna see when they play baltimore in the super in the playoffs and it's not in the super bowl because they're in the same division or same uh, conference when they play them in the in the playoffs it's mm. gonna be completely different mm-hmm well, yeah, so it's coming down to the wire, man. So, yeah, bro. Yeah, fucking fantasy Playoffs football. in two weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, the next thing I want to talk about, you know, we can talk about fantasy football all fucking day. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do. Um, but for the sake of the podcast, let's talk about uh, – I'm going to throw it out there, man. Um, one thing that I – podcast I've been listening to and the thing they uh, talk about – a lot that interests me and might interest you guys is uh have you ever heard of uh dmt <laughs> okay. going joe rogan dmt right now uh, uh well uh mike tyson talks about it you ever yeah. smoked the toad no have you heard about no. it the toad? I've, I've heard about it five meo dmt that's what it's called and uh they say your 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 brain produces it yeah you know it what causes our dream state and all that so there's different types you can get. You can get it from a plant. Um, you know, one plant is called Wyoaska. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a buddy of mine, actually, that's that him and, and some girl he knows, they're flying in a shaman from Peru. 
And then he, he goes, it, it's five days long. They want me to do it for five days. I'm only going to do it for two because I got to work. I'm like, dog, you're not going to be ready to work nope. after doing what I nope. ask for two days, bro. So anyways, I guess there's one, there's a, 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 a when you, when you, when you drink it, you hallucinate and, yeah. and, and you see you know, nature, mother earth, whatever. It's a life changing. I mean, it's changed people's lives. People who, who suffer from depression, anxiety, um, drug addicts, whatever they, you, you do this drink while ayahuasca, uh, or you can smoke it. DMT, um, is the, is the active ingredient you know that gets your brain going so five meo dmt uh, a toad uh there's a toad uh, uh, i don't know where the, where the toad comes from but the toad excretes this and so what the the, the shamans would do is they'd get the toad and the ooze would come out and, and then they could get it collect it and then it would turn into you know it would harden and then you would smoke it and so the best one out there to, to do because there's different types of uh Getting that type of ingredient is uh, smoking the toad. That's why I asked. Have you ever heard about the toad? I'm, I've heard about it. Um, I know there's a lot of people that talk about it. I did hear a story or I saw it somewhere about some guy that like went down to South America and he was all about it, right? Mm -hmm. And he was trying to like get back on. Like he had done it already. He wanted mm -hmm. to go back and enlighten his brain more, mm -hmm. like enlighten his his vision or consciousness, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it all went south for him. And he what? ended up like he was having a, a crazy trip. And he ended up murdering the shaman that had helped him do it. And then he went on the run. And then there was like some uh, like street justice. What? Like they literally went out and found this dude and murdered him. So it sounds like it's something that's not really to be messed with. It's not <laughs> yeah. something for the faint of heart. Like yeah, it's, it's like you can't it's go, what is this? Like, like, smoke it, bro. Yeah. Like you, I think, for yeah, you got to be in that mode. You got to know what you're doing. You got to be And that's what they connected. talk about. You got to, yes. you know what I mean? You don't want, you're not doing it to get high. You're doing it to... I don't know, man. He went crazy. I haven't yeah. heard that. I'm going to look that one up. It was wild, bro. And it's not like uh, – it sounds like it's not something that you can just do half-heartedly, right? Mm -hmm. You can't baby step your way into mm -hmm. that type of experience, right? You have to be dedicated. You have to be involved. You have to be ready. And if your boy's talking about doing it for two days and his shaman is telling him you should probably have five – I don't know, man. I yeah. probably would probably tell him that you said. should probably do five that's days. A, that's a spiritual, crazy that's journey. I mean, yeah. Because the shaman is supposed to be your, your spiritual guide through mm -hmm. this experience. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm not going to do some <laughs> shit that I've never you done ever before. Did you ever do psychedelics? Nah. Yeah, never me neither, dog. Me neither. Nah. I'm just psychedelics. You know, so, uh, I mean, I definitely, uh, you know, like, the way they talk about it, I'm like, fuck, I want to try it. You know what I mean? But you, you're right. You got to. Fuck, I don't, I don't know, know, man. I don't know if I'm ready for all that. <laughs> you ready to fucking... I don't know yeah, if I'm ready for that. So we're in a robe. A little bit too much... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to look that deep into my the soul. Wolf, I mean, because uh, one of my favorite uh, boxers of all time is Mike Tyson. So he talks about it. He talks... He, one of his first question he asks people, and you know, I, and a lot of the podcasts I listen to, I, I take a little bit of their, what they do and a little bit of ideas, and I kind of put this together, this podcast of how you know, I want it to be. Um, but one question I noticed he asked every single one is, what do you think about the afterlife? Because that, when he asked that, then he talks about smoking that 5-MeO-DMT. Because he, like, the guy bit fucking Evander yeah. Holyfield's ear off, yeah. dude. And he was a monster. Went to jail. And then now I've seen his journey and who he is now. And I'm like, shit, dude. He's on to something. You know, he's on to something. He's, he's positive. He's not that crazy. You know what I mean? If I ever seen him, I'd be scared. You know, like he just snapped. 
we all know someone that could just easily just snap like hey you better be careful he's hungry or you know hey yeah. he's having a few too many beers <laughs> you know and they just snap like he went from that type of you know that person and the way he is now so you know so when I listen to his podcast, I'm like, man, you know, he's like, he's on that, he, he's on that path, dude. I don't know what the path is, but it's definitely positive, and it's definitely influencing. He's definitely had a resurgence of of like a different, uh, a different life, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think he had one life that was his boxing life, his fighter life. He had some struggles after that, trying to kind of normalize to society, you know, the shit that he mm-hmm. was doing. You know, he went to jail for it, and you know getting crazy mm-hmm. and biting off of Evander Holyfield's ear and telling Lennox Lewis he was going to eat his children or some shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, like just going crazy. Um, and I think it was a difficult transition for him away from that life. And it seems like now he's found a place that he's comfortable and he's happy. And really that's, I think, what we're all trying to achieve, mm-hmm. right? It's something that we're comfortable and we're happy. Comfortable and happy. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's kind of where Mike Tyson's at right now. I mean, he started that weed company out in Vegas, right? And he's mm. he's doing that big. Or I don't know if it's Vegas, maybe Colorado or something like that. I but think it's in Palm Springs. Is it Palm Springs? It's is Palm Springs. Yeah, it's in Palm Springs. I can't remember thousand, where it was. Thousand. Thousand. What does it go? Twenty nine Palms. Twenty nine Palms. Twenty nine Palms. And uh, I think I mean, uh, I mean, do props to the guy, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. for being able to take, like the guy was broke, right? After making all that money, pissed it all away. And now he's had a new, a fresh start, which is something that I think uh, a lot of us could learn from, you know, mm-hmm. having that mm-hmm. ability to kind of pick up where you lost and start fresh with something new, you know. So, I mean, that's if Mike Tyson could do it, as crazy as that dude was and all the shit that he had been through, why can't any of us do it? Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, yeah, he, uh, you know, his podcast is pretty good. I, I like listening to it because it's real motivational. And, and, you know, talking about the poc- my podcast, you know, when, when people ask me, what is it about? And I tell them, I go, look, at, uh, it, it's right now I'm getting conversation in here. I'm getting people in that I know, you know, that have known me for years and have seen me change and, and go through my episodes and, and, and go through life and then, you know, come here. And, and start talking about it, and, and, and so it's it's you know starting to come what this podcast is, is what I want it to be, but when people ask me that, I always tell one lady I told that uh, she goes, "What's about?" I go, "Strippers and cocaine," <laughs> and you know you, you you know so they look at one person just looked at me, and I just looked at, back at her, and she goes, "What's the podcast called?" <laughs> you know, and I did another one, another example. Um, it was it was a hair salon. There's two girls in there that I know. They're doing the lady's hair, dyeing in. She's an older woman that that's getting her hair done. She's probably in her 60s, and then the two girls, they're in their 20s. And you know, I tell them they, the first thing they go is where you been because I've been off for 10 weeks. And I said oh, I've been working on my podcast, been doing this and that. And then they say what's it about? And so I saw the old lady there, and I was like, oh, dude, what do I say? You know, I'm in, I'm, I'm working. And I go, strippers and cocaine. And then she, she was the first one to start laughing. And then the other two, they start laughing. I give it to them. But believe it or not, I've been saying that to my customers, right? I've been telling them that. And so I got to tell the story before we end. Um, when I was, I was saying that for the like, last two days, I go and I meet someone, right? I meet someone who's a cool person. I, I don't want to do a spoiler, but she, she's going to be on the podcast. She used to be a stripper. Was addicted to cocaine and was <laughs> married to a pimp. 
Okay, but Damn. she turned it. But she turned her life around. Damn, she, sounds, yeah, like, sounds she, like a hell of a podcast. She turned her life around, and she said she's going to come on a podcast. And so, you know, just going back to you know positivity and, and, and being you know an influencer and and, and giving back. You know, I, I'm I think I feel like for me, I'm here to serve, and so for me to serve is to give you guys some good positive motivation. Show you that hey, no matter where you are in life, you know how how hard your life is, you know work hard, you know keep grinding because you know what there's always gonna be good times and give and just no matter if you don't have nothing to give, just give even if it's a smile, even if it's a how you doing today, like any any little those things are gonna go a long way. So I agree with that, bro. Like I think uh, I try sometimes to do something just like a little extra mm-hmm. just for no reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do is like if I'm going to the market mm-hmm. and there's somebody walking in right behind me, like I'll take out the first cart mm-hmm. and give it to them and mm-hmm. I'll take the second cart. Hey. And people look at me like oh, I'm I, crazy. I, I, wanted and I'm like, to, I wanted to say like, I just do it for I just do it for like I'm just doing something nice for that somebody was cool randomly. what you did for a kid's uh kid's girl man i saw that and i was like yeah. holy shit I, I totally forgot to bring that up but that was that was dope and you put puff cakes i mean that's what that that's why you're here on the podcast because i see those things and you did those things before that before i asked you on the podcast you're you you do have a heart yeah, you know man. what i mean and you you do care and like yeah let's make this puff cakes what we have let's make it something great let's do fundraisers let's fucking get out there and put our name out there because there's no reason why we can't we're all I'm in this league because I love every single one of these dudes. They 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 all have their personalities and and like we get together and it's just love, laughter and, and good times when we get our draft and there's no reason why we can't spread that love and and do it a little bit more because I'm telling you we do have that time. Yeah, and and for all the the listeners out there in in uh, podcast land, a friend of ours, uh, a guy in our our fantasy football league who's been a close friend of ours for a long time. He's uh, got a couple brothers in the league and and you know it's it's a family thing, right? And um, I'm going to take a piss. His, Go ahead and keep t- cool. Cool. Yeah. His girl, um, you know, wasn't wasn't doing too well. There was there was something she had to have. I don't want to you know give too much details because it's not really my place. But um, she had some things that were going on. She had to have a medical procedure and we ended up uh, or I ended up, you know, sending her flowers. I sent her flowers from the pupcakes, right from our, our friends. And that's how I see I see this group of guys like we're like a family. You know, these guys have been in my life. For 10 plus years that I've known these guys and they're like family to me and when a member of our family is sick or not doing well it's it's my responsibility or at least I feel that it's my responsibility to do what I can to help that person out and so we all you know we're, we're wishing our best and told uh, our boy kid if you need anything from us we're here knowing that he probably would never reach out to us but you know, because he's got family that's that's just as good as every one of us there ready to help out. And, and he, he probably wouldn't need our help, but we all let him know that if he needed it, it was there. Uh, and I sent some flowers to his girl. And I didn't send it from myself. I didn't take credit for it. I didn't, I didn't you know, I wasn't looking for some kind of praise from me. I sent it from us as a group because we're a family. And as family, we all look out for each other. And I, I let the guys know. I said, hey, we sent some flowers over there. Hope you guys all appreciate this. This is something that we do uh, out of the goodness of our heart as a group. Right. And, and my job as the dean of rules is, as a, a you know, veteran member of this league is to help all of us, you know, get better and, and express that to, um, you know, to the people that are in our family, in our intermediate, in our, in our immediate circle. And, and, you know, nothing but good prayers and vibes uh, for Kid and Kalia and, and the rest of the family there. And, and I hope she does well. Uh, love you guys. And, and hopefully uh, 
everything goes smooth and everything comes out good. Um, you know, Gax, I want to say something real quick yeah, that that was kind of been kind of been Sorry, uh, man, when you no, it's good, it's good. When you when you asked me to come on this podcast, I think that doing something like this oh, takes a big set of cojones, bro. You know, oh, dude. like you out Trust here me. like really putting something out into the world, like you creating something. I think that is one of the most admirable things that I've I've ever heard in a long time or seen or witnessed, right? Is that when you create something out of nothing, this is like mm-hmm. your baby now. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and I just want to mm-hmm. give you this little this little piece of advice, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You need to put as much effort into this podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as you would mm-hmm. raising a child mm-hmm. or you know buying a pet, you know, a dog, right? And you raise that dog and you train mm-hmm. that dog and, or your kids, you know, like you put effort into them, right? Because mm-hmm. you putting out time, you putting out money, mm-hmm. you putting out effort into this. Yeah. And if you're, you're right. gonna if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. You yeah. gotta do it. Yeah, there ain't no yeah. there ain't no baby stepping, there ain't no mm-hmm. half stepping. All right. This is something you gotta put. I think it was like two th- I have a picture of the initial podcast, the starter kit, and it was back in like two thousand thirteen. But look it. I was I wasn't I the idea was there, but I was out of my mind, okay? I wasn't in the place to where, you know, I could – I'd be talking on my ass. I'd be fucking taking pills and, you know, and coming in. What am I going to teach you guys, you know, how to how to fucking – how to, how to, you know, get pills off the dark web? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to go through a, a journey and a, and, a, and, a, and a certain period of my life for me to to mature and develop. And, and everything hap- – what I've learned is everything happens for a reason – and you got to just go with the flow and constantly have your conscious checking yourself like, hey, in the end, is this right? Should I be here? What am I doing? What is going to be the consequences? And so, yeah, when it came down to making this podcast, I was like, hey, I had to be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I had to be right in my mind, my spirit, and my physical. I had to be ready. You know, I woke up this morning, you know, at 7. I fucking, you know, went to the bank, cashed, you know, cashed a check. I came home. I worked out. Did some squats, some push-ups. I went in the shower, you know, and then I'm thinking about the podcast. What are we going to talk about? Casey, you know, he's coming through. He's a positive, you know, he's a good influencer. He's got good stories. He's been through it, you know. He's, he's not coming in all fucked up, you know. And I want people that are going to come in and motivate people to get up and do something, you know. do Even if it's just, you know, getting out and taking a walk around the block or something, you know. Get out there and, and breathe the fresh air. Yeah, but buddy. You know, once again, I want to thank you on the podcast. You got anything else, man? Oh, yeah, you got your oh, monologue. Yeah, I got, my I got boy's my got a monologue he's so, going to say. Uh, to everybody out there listening to Podcast Land, I do this thing every week with our, our Puff Cakes uh, squad, or I try to do it every week. Sometimes it's tough, but uh, I call it Shitter Thoughts, <laughs> which is a terrible name for it. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we all take our cell phones with us when we go to the bathroom, right? And, mm-hmm. and on Thursdays or Fridays when I head off to the bathroom for my mid-morning ritual, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I might check some news. I might see something on Facebook that inspires me. Mm-hmm. And I want to share that inspiration with my friends, people that I care about, and, and help them, you know, help them maybe pick up a little positivity on a, on a Friday morning. And so I call it Shitter Thoughts. And it's just a little something that I r- put together and share my ideas. And it allows me to kind of just express what I feel about something and, uh, you know, yeah. share that with the world. This is a Thanksgiving Day special. So, so here we go. Gax asked me to uh, yeah to put together a little stuff for Thanksgiving. Because, yeah. So yeah, you guys will hear this podcast on Monday. It'll be posted. You know, people will go through the week. And then, you know, Thursday's coming and we got Thanksgiving. And so I told him to do a little Thanksgiving type theme. So go for it, man. So this is my uh, 
Thanksgiving week shitter thought. Uh, this, this Thanksgiving week, I want to ask everyone listening to this to take a minute and appreciate all the things that you have and be thankful for them because that's what Thanksgiving is really all about. Thanksgiving began as a celebration of the harvest. Groups would gather and celebrate the harvest and all the hard work for the growing season finally coming to fruition. And although the work may have changed, we're not growing corn or squash or wheat or herding cattle, this is still a time to celebrate all the hard work and reflect on the things that we have achieved. There's two parts to that, celebrate and reflect. A lot of us are really good at the first one, celebrating. Eating good food, the drinks are flowing, you're watching a football game or you got a movie on or whatever. But we miss that second part, reflecting. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you guys all to take an inventory, tally up the score, and celebrate all the good things that came from your hard work this year. And we also need to include the failures and the struggles because those things are just as important as the success. In all part of the, it's all part of the process. It all counts. It all matters. Failure makes success that much sweeter. You can't have the joy of success without failure or without struggle. If we're all winning every day, that shit would get old. You would lose appreciation for the wins. So we have to remember the failures and and success also. And when I say celebrate the success and failures, I'm not just talking about the outcome. Uh, The outcome isn't the only part that matters. How we got there matters too. The journey is just as important as the destination. Sometimes we put in a lot of good work and a good effort and don't get the result we wanted, and that's okay. We can appreciate the effort, learn, grow, and get after it again. We got to take it all in. Our response to obstacles and setbacks is 100% in our control, and the attitude is just as important, if not more important, than the outcome. But beyond reflecting just on ourselves and our personal win-loss scorecard, we need to talk about the people that are with us because those are the people we share our success and failures with. And just like our success and failures impact their lives, their success and failures impact our life. We experience it together. And if I'm I'm winning, I want you to be winning also. And if I'm struggling, or I'm sorry, if you're struggling and I'm winning, I'm gonna give you some some positivity and help you with your problems and we're gonna succeed together. If I'm down and you're up, throw some of that shit my way and let's get that good stuff going. So let's, let's get our shit lined up so we can both move forward in positivity and success. So this Thanksgiving, just take a minute to step back and really appreciate the things you have and the work you put in, and let's celebrate and reflect. Damn. That's deep, man. Share your thoughts from the Dean. Listen, I want to thank everyone for listening for th- to this podcast. If anybody's got any uh, inquiries or questions or remarks, you can leave them at my IG or Facebook. Type in the Raider and the Saint, or you can type in Stephen G. Gaxiola. You'll find me. Uh, if you got any, if you want to send an email, I got uh, the Raider and the Saint at, at Outlook.com. And like I said, I'm running this on my own. You know, um, if anybody's got any expertise on uh, our podcast and anything, you're more than welcome to hit me up. You know, this is a positivity and, and, and a movement forward type podcast. And, and if and you got anybody that you think could benefit from some of the stuff we're talking about today, oh yeah, just tell one I friend. Say. I keep forgetting just to tell, tell you. Just tell one friend. Please tell a friend. Tell one friend. You know, uh, when I'm at work, I'm, I'm constantly talking to people about the podcast. You know, I'm out there. Do, I'm doing my my diligence and, and and doing the other part too is going out and tell people so if you like this podcast and you're, and you're feeling the vibe 
you know, let people know the Raider and the Saint. I'm on Apple iTunes um, or Apple Podcasts, and I'm on uh, SoundCloud. You know, the Raider and the Saint. Let people know. You know, airdrop them. Um, I got people that are still haven't got to it yet, but they're going on the road trips, and they they're gonna have to catch up, man, because uh, you know we're, we're we're rolling in the content, rolling in the positivity. Um, what else? You got anything else to say? I'm good, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yo. Yeah, you too. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.